Hashem, we are learning Bavakama Daf Samach Gimel. We left off on Daf Samach Beis Amid Beis, ten lines from the bottom of the Amid by the two dots. Shemidas Tashlume Kefil Nehegis. We're going to start learning the dinim of Kefil, the din of a Toyin Tainas Ganeth, and him having to pay Kefil. The entire Daf has this unique, um, uh, has a uniqueness in it. And as we mentioned when we learned this in Kedushin, that when the Torah says Vishinamtam Levonecha, there are some who interpret the words Vishinamtam as Vishilashtem. And Vishilashtem doesn't only mean to divide the Torah into three, you know, learn sometimes Chumash and sometimes Halacha, sometimes Gemara, etc. But it also means that there's a special um, greatness of seeing how all of the laws of Torah Shabal come from the Torah Shabal to connect the Torah Shabbat with the Torah Shabbat And the Rebbe used to speak about this a lot, even though that the Torah is divided into different categories, but Torah is also called Torah Achas. And the more we can unite one part of Torah with the other, then the closer we are getting to godliness. And that's going to be really the holdoff. So the Ardinim that we know in Torah Shabbat and we're going to see how do we find those Dinim in Torah Shabbat We're learning about the laws of Kefal. The laws of Kefal is number one, if a person, God forbid, steals, and later he is caught, and by Aganef, whether he swore or not, is irrelevant. Aganef who stole, if he was chapt in the Geneva, he has to pay back Kefal. There is an exception, if he on his own admitted, then, you know, but there's a rule of Kefal. And there's also a din that if a person is a guardian, and the guardian is a Shemir Chinam, for example, for which he would be examined by Geneva Vaveda, and the guardian claims that it was stolen from him, here and then he swore that it was stolen from him. If we discover that the guardian himself was the Ganev, he also has to pay Kefal. Now that's, these are dinim that are found in Parshas Mishpatim. We're using here the Gutnik Chumash and we're going to page 490. But we're going to pay the Chav Beis and we're going to learn inside Psukim Vav, Zayin and Ches. And we're going to learn subsequent Braises that analyze these Psukim. So let's read the Psukim inside. Beginning with Pasig Vav, Perik Chabes Pasig Vav. If a person gives to his fellow either money or utensils to guard, he's a Shaymer, and this is the parsha of Shaymer Chinam. And if it was stolen from the house of the man, and we're going to see here, whether Pasig Vav is actually a case of Geneva, or maybe already in Pasig Vav we're speaking about a Toyin Tainas Ganav. Which means that the Shaymer is claiming it was stolen from his house. So in Yimatzeh HaGanav, again depending, either if it was Geneva, they found the Ganav, or if we discovered him to be a liar, in other words, if we discovered that he is the Ganav, then Yishalem Shnoim, he pays Kefal. So clearly, again, if Pasig Vav is Tain Tanas Ganav, you have Kefal. Even if Pasig Vav is speaking about a real Geneva, let's go to Pasig Zayn. Pasig Zayn, according to everyone, is Hatayin Tainas Ganev. If the thief was not found, and Venikra Balabayis Elhu Elohim, and the guardian, the Shemer Chinam, goes to Beisdin, and we're going to see in the Gemara that Venikra means he takes an oath, and actually Venikra is not future tense, we'll see all this in the Gemara, Venikra is past tense, that if he already went to the Beisdin, and he already took an oath, and part of his oath is is that he himself, the Shemir, did not misappropriate it, did not use it because the moment a Shemir is Shoyleyach Yad in the article that he undertook to guard he becomes Chayv even in Oynas so he went to court and he swore that he wasn't Shoyleyach Yad, he never used it he swore that he was, that it was stolen from him 
and we discover that it's not true, that's Pasik Ches, Al Pesha, for any act of negligence. And what was he guarding? And look at the examples the Torah gives. The Torah gives four examples Al Hashoir, Al Chamoir, for an ox or a donkey, Al Sefor, a Seh, again a lamb or a goat, Al Salma on a garment. And then the Torah gives another inclusive word, Al Kol Aveda, for anything that was lost, that he swore was lost. You know, Aveda, Shemichin, Mespatev Aveda. When this came in front of a Beisdin, Asher Yarshiun Elohim Yishalim Shnaim Lideo. The one that Beisdin will find guilty, meaning if the Shemir is found to be guilty, if the Shemir was the one that lied, that he has to pay Shnaim Lideo. So keep the Chomashim open, and again, let's go, Samach Beis, Amit Beis. It's going to be a very easy daf, but it's all going to be primarily based around these three psukim. Vav, Zayin, and Ches. And again, the question is, Pasig Zayin is certainly about a Toyin Tanas Ganath, as the Gemara is going to prove, whether Pasig Vav is also the Toyin Tanas Ganath, or whether Pasig Vav is the Ganath himself, is a Machlekes Tanoim. One, just one more Hagdam, and now that we have the Chomashim opened, that in the same Peirik Chav Beis, if you go back to Pasig Gimel, there the Torah clearly speaks about the din of a Ganav paying double. And I'm reading the Pasuk inside. That he himotze, timotze, the other Haganeva. No shame it. A guy is a Ganav. Mishoyed, atchamo, atzeh. Here the, the Pasuk does not give Salma. There is no example of an inanimate object that the Mishnah says you have to pay careful. But the Torah gives shoyed, chamor, seh. Chayim. We'll see what the word Chayim comes to teach you. Because the truth is it's not only if it's alive. It's even if it's a... The Mishnah said, even if it's inanimate, Shnayim Yeshalem, he pays back kefil, he pays back double. Okay, so let's go in the Gemara. Let's keep Sukkim Vav Zayin Ches open. How do we know that Tashlumi kefil is noyeg? Both on B'davar Sheyesh B'yiruach Chaim and even B'davar Sheyim B'yiruach Chaim. We just read Pasig Gimel. Pasig Gimel that speaks about kefil for the first time says, Shoyed at Chamoyed at Seh and Achaim. How do you know even for inanimate objects, the Tanah Rabbanon. And we learn it, Takanat from Pasuk Gimel, but we're quoting now Pasuk Ches. When the Torah says, I'll call Dvar Pesha, for any matter of liability, that's a very inclusive word, that's a general word, so we're going to be using, it appears, the rule of Klal, Prato Klal, that's a Klal. Then in Pasuk Ches, the Torah says, Al Shoid, Al Chamoid, Al Seh, Al Salma, for examples, that's a Prat. That's a specification. And then the trader adds al kolaveda, in other words, a very inclusive for anything that was lost. Chazar klal. So you have a klal, uprato klal, and the rule is, i atadon elekeina prat. So the laws of kefal is laws that apply to many other cases than these examples, but they are going to have to be somehow similar to the four cases, which are maaprat mafurash, davar hamataltal. All of the four examples are movables, and vegufe momen, they have intrinsic value. Afko, when do we say a ganav has to pay kefal only if what he stole is davar hamataltal? And the Gufay What does that exclude? Says the Braisa. Yotsu Karkois, if a person stole land, really Karka ain't in Exelus. But if a person basically forced the owner out, she ain't metaltalin, when he when when it's corrected, there's no kayful penalty. Yotsu Avadim, Shuhukshula Karkois. That also excludes stealing of a slave. And here we learned this in Kedushin, if you remember Dafchov Bays, that slaves halachically are like Karkois. Yotsu Shtorois. That they are metaltalin, but a shtar ain't gufay mamin. And shtar, we're speaking about a document that's recording a debt. 
we spoke this out many times, there's a big machlaikas all the way up to the Paiskim, whether cash bills, a US dollar bill, whether that's considered a star or whether that's considered mamun, machlaikas. But here we're speaking about a document. If I have a document that records that you owe me money through which I'll collect, if someone stole that document, since the document doesn't have any inherent value, there's no careful payment. And also Yatza Hegdish, Hegdish is also excluded, because since the trader says at the end of Pasik Zion, Im Loishalach Yadibimelechas Rei Eyu, so Rei Eyu Ksiv, to exclude Geneva from Hegdish is something, there's other dinim, there's dinim me'ilah, but kefal is only between two commoners and of Kalaprato Klal. Now we're starting to ask. Re'eyu, Re'eyu excludes Hegdish. If I steal from Hegdish, God forbid, there's dinim me'ilah, but the din of kefal does not apply. One second. We did give four examples. Why don't we say that you know when you're chayv kefal? Only Only if you steal something, we're speaking now about livestock, that if they die without shechita, they give off tumas nevela. Which is a lot more than the shayr and the chamayr and the seh. True, other animals as well. But let's not include birds. As we mentioned, we had this before, I think on the days, and we had this gemara already twice recently. That birds, first of all, if they die without shechita, they're not metama b'mago b'masa. But let's remember, a oif that is a kosher bird, a oif tahar, that is an avela, even though it's not metama b'mago b'masa, but there's Allah Allah Mishim if you swallow it, then the moment it goes through the base habliya, it's metama, the person who ate it, not only that, it's metama his clothing as well. A bird that's not in a kosher category to begin with, there's mamish no tumor by an available. Not by touching, not by carrying, not even by eating. Of course, you're not allowed to eat it, but there's no tumor. So why don't we say it? Not birds. Counters back to Gemara, Omi Matzas Amritachi. Why would you say so? Hasalmoksiv. You forgot about Salma. The Torah didn't only give three examples in Pasik Zion. We have Amar Pasik Ches, Shoir, Chamor, Sen, Salma. Salma is inanimate. So Amr they count so Anan Bebalichaim Kominon. Yeah, the Torah gave four examples. But from the living stock it was only things that are Matama Bemago Bamaso. Aim Babalichaim only Dovashivanas in and Dovashain of Losamasa Loi Dafsamak Gimel. And the Gemara continues explaining the question. Now, Rashi says, look inside the top Rashi in the Amit, wherever you have the rule of a klal, prat, or klal, if when the trader gives a prat, there is more than one prat, so kol chad v'chad marbi we don't join them all together. We view each prat as, as something else. And when it comes to livestock, Livestock are not included from the Salma. Livestock are included from the Shoir, Chamoid, and Seh. Other people learn that when the trade, if you look inside Pasik Ches, it says Al Shoir, not Vachamoid. It says Al Shoir, Al Chamoid, Al Seh, Al Salma. There is an Al separating each one. So be that as it may, since there is Al Al Al, or Rashi, you don't need the Al, there are different Pratim, we don't join them together. So we're back to the question, maybe birds, maybe if a person steals a bird, he should not have to pay kefal. 
answers the Gemara Im Kain. If that would have been the case, the trader will only have to give from the livestock one example ox or the donkey or the sheep. And since the trader gives more than one, so it includes even birds. To which asks the Braisa, no, that's not a good answer. The trader couldn't have written only one because, hey, which one? If the example only would have been an ox, one would think that you know for what animal are you chayf to pay kefal, like Ganeth, only if it's an animal that's worthy to go on the altar, like an ox. It doesn't have to be an ox, but you know which animals are worthy to go on the altar? Only, you know, ox, bakr, but sign. Ox, sheep, and goats. You mistakenly would have thought, Loi, there's no kefal. If the trader would have added shoid and chamoir, so then, havamina, kaddish, bebechayda, in. Not only is it, are you chayv kefal for an animal that's kaddish, legabayam, isbeyach, you can include animals that are born with the kedusha of Bukhaira, which are kosher domesticated animals that go on the Mizbeach, plus the donkey, the unique din of al-chamayr. But she'ein kaddish be'bukhaira loy. So they had to be written. So the Gemara says, you're right, shayr and chamayr needed to be written. But there was still an extra word. Which word that was extra? The seh. That's the answer. Amrim ke'in nef nechmano shayr v'chamayr. Seh lamali. So the only reason why Hashem wrote Seh, Shema it comes to include birds. Even though says Taka extra, and we are including even livestock who, when they die, are not matama b'magu But as we mentioned, there is a difference between an oif tahir and an oif tamei. An oif tahir that becomes an avela is matama b'beisablia. So let's at least only include something that gives off some tumor. And not only said, I'm sorry, that it gives off tumor. If you have an oif, that's a trefa, that's an avela, that's an avela, and a person, God forbid, eats it, when they swallow it, they become tamay, and there's a chumrah. Their clothing become tamay as well. No difference, there's nothing, it's an avail. No, avil, no, avil, oifas, tamayim, but birds that are tamay, delays, but who tamay, there's no tumah at all. Deloyme tamay, begadam abeisabliya, maybe they should not be included. So you can't learn all birds from the klalo prato klal. So now, the, now we retract and we say that kol ribuyahu. We had this whole sugi on takadaf nundal dama base, and then adaf later again. That don't learn pshat klalu prato klal. If it would have been your classical klalu prato klal, you would not be able to include oifes. But they are included in the din of kefil. How do we know oifes? Because in pasuk ches it says al kol dvar pesha. The word kol doesn't mean a klalu prato klal. It means a ribui. And as we speak out, whether we go shitas rabakiva. That, you know, the difference between a klal, prato, klal, and a ribui, miyot and ribui, is that when you use the system of a ribui, you end up amplifying a lot more. You are, you end up with less limitations. So the kol in kol, dvar, pesha, is a amplification, and the amplification includes even birds. Is that true? The Torah, when it says koil, it amplifies everything. We just had this gemara. Meiser meaning meiser sheni. The chesiv it says in Parshas Re'eh the word koil, 
and the Kadarshin and Bechlaluprat. And we don't amplify everything, the Tanya, as we learned in Abraisa. The person has Maisr Sheni, and they have to bring it to Yerushalayim. And if Kiyachak Mecha Makaim, Kilisuchal Seesoi, so the trade allows you to redeem it on money. But then the money has Kedushas Maisr, and you have to take the money to Yerushalayim. And you are limited with what you use the money for. Says the Braisa, the Pasik and Pasha Sreev, and Asata Kesev Bechoil. That's the word koil. Asher that you have to use the money on any food that your heart desires. That's a very general statement. Klal, not a riboy. And we'll see in a moment. And then the Torah says, cattle. Soin again means flock, sheep, and goats. Or the Torah continues, bayayin, wine, shechad, anything that intoxicates. That's a prat. And then the Pasuk in the A says, for any food that your soul desires. Chazar v'klal. And the Braisa says, Klau upratu klau. Now, what are we using the pratum for? You limited more. And how are you limiting it more? That maha prat mefurish primi pri. Vigiduli karka. Primi pri. Again, we can read the Rashi inside. Primi pri means vlad mi vlad. So any fruit is called a, pli, a primi pri. Even wine. Wine comes from grapes. Grapes also is a, came from a tree. Or a grape came from the previous grape. And what does that exclude? Rashi says, Mayim, Melach, Kemeim, Upitriyas. Water is not called Primi Pri. Salt is not called Primi Pri. Even though salt comes from water. But it doesn't come from water. You didn't take it out of water. It was there the whole time. Then you have Kemeim and Pitriyas are truffles and mushrooms that halachically we don't view them as growing from a tree. They only grow on the tree, but they grow from the air. That's, that's excluded from the primipri and gedulei karka that shitas rashi that says dogim are not gedulei karka even though many times dogim eat from the from the uh, vegetation in the, in the seabed but that's not called gedulei karka even that vegetation is not called gedulei karka the karka under the sea is not called karka so so that's the kasha. If we are saying that kol is a riboy and you end up amplifying more things, why don't we say over there by Maisa Shani that you could buy fish with Maisa Shani money? That you could buy water and salt and, and, and truffles and, and mushrooms? Because the Torah says the words kol. To which they answered, Omri, the word kol, be, with a base, as we have in Parsha Sre'ei, it says, bechoil asher ta'avan afshecha, as it says, ubechoil asher t'sholcha, so the base is the key. Then it's only a klau. But if you don't have a base, just the word kol, or if you have a vav before the word kol, it's not a base. Vichoil, which is what you have over here, right? No, you have over here. Al um, kol, very good. Kol kol, but we had that in Daphne Dal Adam at base. Just to know that vav doesn't make a difference. If there is no base, so then it then is, then it's Ribuyahum. Fractigamara, Mihtik Siv Mikara, Klau. Yeah, if a bechol makes the word a klau, and if there's no base, then the word kol is more than a and you can include more. Fractigamara, Mihtik Siv Mikara Klau Prato Klau. Let's not forget that that in the, the Pasuk Vav begins, Kiyitin Ish, you have the Chumashim open, Kiyitin Ish El Re'eyo, there is no words, Kol, and the Torah gives examples, Kiyitin Ish is a Klal, you gave someone, the Shoimer, then the Pasuk Vav says, Kesevoy Kalim, that's a Prat, then it says, Lishmar to guard, Hadar Beklal, 
So you do have in Pasig Vav a Klal Opratu Klal, and Lachlaloprat doesn't have to mean Klaloprat. If it's an amplification, so here the question is, Why did the Torah Bechlal have to write in Pasig Ches? Whether it is a Klaloprat or Klal, or whether it really means the whole Ribui, Ribui Miut and Ribui, why didn't you include all the examples in the beginning in Pasig Vav? So Shema that's the second answer, since the Torah repeats it again, not to be by that over here, Ribu Yehu. In other words, really, Bekoil or Koil can always be used as a Klal Prato Klal. But since the Pasig Vav gave a Klal Prato Klal, and Pasig Ches gave another Klal Prato Klal, and everything could have been included in Pasig Vav, Kitin, Ish, El Reu, Kesev, or Kalim, Shoir, Hamar, Sam, Salma, you could have put it all in Pasig Vav. That means the Torah is adding more. And what is all the more adding? What are we getting to? We're coming to birds. And we're really coming to the din in the Mishnah. That the halacha of kefil goes on anything. Anything that you stole. The only things that we exempt are things that are, that are karka and or the not gufay mamain. So now says the Gemara hashta. Correct. Hashta the Yomart kol ribuya. Kol ribuya. Now that you're telling me that kol means a riboy. So now the question is, Kolani Prati Lamali. One second. You're telling me, Faket, Ribui Miut Ribui only excludes a very limited amount. Why did you have to give four examples? The ox, a donkey, sheep, and a, and a garment. Have a Ribui, and that's it. Well, the truth is, we're being Mamayit, like we mentioned, Karka, and it has to be something that has intrinsic value. They have to be excluded by having four. Explains the Gemara. Chad Lamute Karka. Right? One of the animals is to exclude Karka. Chad. One is to exclude Avadim. Tresmas has a big question. We just learned enough Samach Gimel Amit Beis that Avadim Hukshul Karkois. We quoted Kedushin Chav Beis. So if they are already, if Karka is excluded by one mute, why do you have to have two Miutim? So Tresmas here under the Gemara, you'll see Elokotik says Gavaldik. Chad Avadim. Now that we are using the system of a Ribui, a Ribui is so powerful, it mamish includes everything. For you to exclude, you have to have a specific word to exclude what you want to exclude. You have to have one word for Kark and one for Avadim. Back in the Gemara. They would have been included in Karkois, but not in the system where you go, the third, so we have three animals mentioned. So one is to exclude Karka, the other one is to exclude Avadim, the third one is to exclude something She'ein Gufay Mamein, which means documents that represent a loan, represent a money obligation. Now the question is, Salma, Lemu'ute, why, why did Hashem give an example of a garment? Answers the Gemara, Lemu'ute, It comes to exclude an article, Rashi says, that does not have a simon. And as the Me'idi is going to explain, and this is very important, if a person, um, if a Shoemer was guarding a garment, and they claim that it was stolen, and they claim that it was stolen. Dear, you also are going to have to pay kefal if you light. But if a person was guarding a lost article, that's what Rashi means. If I find a lost article, and the lost article has no simonim, which means I would never be able to return it anyway. I, I would never know who the owner is. And I am saying that I never found it. So I'm stealing the garment. Here the din will be that I'll never have to pay kefal. 
I only have to pay Kefal for something that I would have had to return, and my toy and Tanas Ganev is exempting me thereof. Very good. I'll call Aveda. Then the Pasik adds in Pasik Ches, I'll call Aveda. Lichad Rabbi Chia Barabba. Dom Rabbi Chia Barabba, Amrab. Dom Rabbi Chia Barabba, Amrab Yechinon. Hatoyen Tanas Ganov Ba'aveda. Mishalom Tashlumi Kefal. Yeah, we had right before Emachloikis. Remember that Shemir Aveda. Dafnun Vavam is based between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi considers a Shemir Aveda or Shemir Achinon. Which means that if a Shemir Aveda claims. I found something, but it was lost. He's going to be potter. And if we discover later that the Shoyman Aveda didn't have it lost, he stole it, he pays Kefal. According to Rabbi Yosef, a Shoyman Aveda is like a Shemir Sachar. If he would have claimed that it was lost, he would have to pay anyway. But when would a Shoyman Aveda get off the hook of giving back the Aveda if he would claim list the Nezuyim? That was the whole sugi that we learned. So here, if he claimed list the Nezuyim, and we discovered that it wasn't listed Mazuyim, that he kept it, he has to pay Kefal. And on that again, on that, the Me'id explains Rashi, that Medvaram Amurim, only if the article that he found had a simon. In other words, had he been honest, he would have had to return it to the owner. If what he found had no simon, anyways, he would not return it, because the owner can never prove it was his. Even though he lied, he doesn't have to pay back Kefal. As if later Adam come and they discovered that belonged to the other person and, and he kept it, he only has to give it back. Shinamar as it says, Al call Aveda Shiyoimar Gavalde continues the Gemara Tanan Hasam we learned in the Mishnah. And that Kufhes Heikhan Pigdoini Ruven and Shimon Ruven gave Shimon something to watch. Shimon is the guardian, and we're speaking about a guardian that's a Shemir Khinam. Ruven tells Shimon, okay, where's the article? Amarle, Shimon tells Reuven, Avad, was lost. A Shemer is saying that it was lost. Now again, we're going to go that a Shemer Chinam is going to be, uh, now according to everyone, a Shemer Chinam is spotted on Geneva and Aveda. The owner says, Mashbiachani, I adjure you. You know, the din of Toyen Tanas Ganov. Here we're speaking about Toyen Tanas Aveda, just to make it clear. Aganov has to pay Kefal, like we learned in the Mishnah in the last year, whether he swore or not. Aganov. A Shoimer, since Beheteda Baliyadoi, he only has to pay Kefal if not only he lies by saying Geneva Aveda, but he swears. So here there's an oath. Now there's two ways of making an oath. Either the Shoimer himself swears it was stolen, or the owner says, Mashbiacha Ani. And he answers, we had that in Saita, Amen. That's the woman telling the Kain, Amen vi Amen. Now here is unique, because here the Shoimer is not saying it was stolen. The, the Shoimer is saying it was lost. Says the Mishnah, It's later, He ate it, he only has to pay Keren. Look inside the end of the third line on top of the Amen and Rashi, Mishalom Esa Keren, They ain't careful. By a shaymir, ella betainas ganef, and not by tainas avedo. Okay. Unlike the Gemara we just had before, not to confuse it, before we were speaking about a shaymir avedo that tainet ganef, or a shaymir avedo that tainet listemizuyim. That's different. There they do pay kefal from the words I call avedo. Here we're speaking about a shaymir that tainet avad. He only the karen. Interestingly, continue. Because we'll see that that's not included in the parsha. 
Hoidal piatzmoi. If the uh, the shomer, after he swore that Avad himself does tshuva, he now admits that he kept it himself. So if Adim come and say that he was a liar, there's only ke- there's no kefil, so there's only keren. There's a, a unique din that when a person himself admits to a sin, sometimes it works that way. So you would see he should be less off the hook. Here he's more on the hook. He has to not only pay back the Keren, but that goes to two parshas in the Torah, that when you take an oath, and you keep something based on an oath, and when you do tshuva, you have to bring a carbon asham, asham gezelois, and whenever you have to bring a carbon, you also have to add a chaymish to the Keren. So, Keren, the chaymish, and an asham. It makes sense, because many times, don't look at a punishment as a punishment. A punishment in the Torah brings kapara. Many times when the sin is worse, there is no kapara possible. So here, since you did tshuva on your own, you are being afforded a full kapara for the sin, which will demand of you to add a chaymish and to bring a karbonasha. Now, bamed varamamurim again, when a shoymer tainid aveda. However, continues the Mishnah, heichan pigdoimi, ruven tal shimen, hey, I gave you, Shomer Chinam, something to watch. Where is it? And Omar Loi. And here the Shomer wrongfully is saying, Nignav, that's our whole sugya, a Shomer that is Toy and Tanas Ganov. And the owner doesn't, is not happy with that. But the owner says, Mashbiachani, I adjure you. Swear. And the Omar Amen, and the Shomer swears falsely that it was stolen when it was not. And now, and now there are witnesses that say that he stole it. Here, as we'll see soon in the Gemara from the Psukim that we began today, Sharon, Pasik Zion for sure is speaking about a Shoimer that claimed Geneva that has to pay in Pasik Ches, Yishalem Shnaim However, if after he swore, he admitted. Again, when you admit, Potter. The knas of kefil you're exempt of. But the din of you swearing falsely, through which you're being a gazlan, holding on to something, for which the trader says you got to bring a carbon asham, the asham always comes with a chaymish, so meshalom keren v'chaymish v'asham. End of Mishnah. Says the Gemara, ketani mi'ah, bottom line is, what we are trying to learn is, it says, betoyin tanas ganev, the meshalom tashlumi kefil. Aval betoyin tanas oved, loy meshalom tashlumi kefil. That's number one. That's clear. And number two, even when the shaymer claims it was stolen from me, you know when he has to pay kefil only But if the person claimed it was stolen from me and he doesn't take an oath, he doesn't take an oath, before any of that happened, witnesses come and say, you shaymer, it's in your house. He doesn't pay kefal, so he's not, he's not like the ganav. By a ganav, even if the ganav doesn't swear, if a person says, if a ganav steals without any oaths, if he's caught, he has to pay kefal. A shaymer only has to pay kefal when he was tying Tana's ganav and he took an oath, minohanamili. How do we know these two dinim? Again, there are two dinim. Number one is that by tying Tana's avid, there is no kefal. And by Toyin Tanas Ganav, you know when there's Kefil? Only if he swore that it was Geneva. How do we know that? So the Tanah and we're going to learn two Braises. 
And again, we're going back to Mishpatim, Chavbeis, Psukim, Vav, Zayin, and Ches. We're going to see in both of these braises that Pasuk Zayin is certainly speaking about Hashem Erchinam, that was a Toyin, Tanas Ganeth, and took an oath. The question will be, there'll be a Machlekes Tanoim, whether Pasuk Vav is also speaking about a Toyin, Tanas Ganeth. And then the question will be, why do we have to have two Psukim in the same case? Or we're going to have another Tana that's going to learn that Pasig Vav is about a Ganef and Pasig Zayin is about a Tain Tana's Ganef. If you have the Chumash open, everything will be, it's a very easy daf, a very easy Yomar as well. Tana Rabbanon we learned in Abrais. In the Yematzei HaGanef, we're speaking about the words that we find at the end of Pasig Vav, Ki'it initial Reo Kesev Ekelem Nishmar Vigur Vebeso Ish, Im Yematzei HaGanef. I mean, the Pshat in the Pasig is, if they find the Ganef, Yishalom Shunoim. Says the Braisa, we'll call this Braisa number one, that even Pasig Vav is not speaking about a Ganeth. Ganeth, Kefal, is Pasig Gimel, like we mentioned. Pasig Vav is Betoyen Tanas Ganeth Akasim Nedaber. Frek the Braisa, this is the typical words in the Braisa. Ata Oimir Betoyen Tanas Ganeth, Oy Enoi Elo Beganeth Atzmai. Maybe Pasig Vav is speaking about a Ganeth. So answers the Braisa, Braisa number one, Kishuhu Aimer, since it says in Braisa number two, Imlo Haganif, and as the Gemara is going to explain later, that Pasig Zayin for sure is Betoyintanas Ganif. So, like Rashi says, since Pasig Vav and Zayin are written juxtaposed one to the other, so if Zayin is speaking about Toyintanas Ganif, then the whole Parsha here, then Pasig Vav is also speaking about Toyintanas Ganif. So that's Braisa number one. So remember, Braisa number one, Pasig Vav, Pasig Zayin, Pasig Ches, it's all about a Shoimer Chinam, that Tainid Nignavami Meni, that took a Shvua. Later we find him to be a liar, he has to pay back Kefal. Now Tainid Idech, we learned in another Braisa, Im Yamatsa Haganev, quoting the same words of Pasig Vav, says Braisa number two, Pasig Vav is Beganev, Atzma Yakosav Medaber. We're speaking about Haganev. Maybe Pasig Vav is speaking about a toy in Tanas Ganov. So Braisa number two says the Amamish, the same thing, the opposite, the opposite conclusion. That since Kishu since Pasig Zayin speaks about a toy in Tanas Ganov, the Torah is already telling you the din of a toy in Tanas Ganov. Why would Hashem have to add Pasig Vav? It's a repetition. We don't have repetitions in the Torah. Period. End. Says the Gemara, the Kula Alma, Mios, everyone, both Braisa 1 and 2, they understand Pshat and Pasik Zayin, where it says, My Mashma, why is everyone accepting that Zayin is Toyin Tanas Ganav? Omar Rava says, Rava, look inside the Chumash, Gavaldik, Al Koldvar Pesh, I'm reading Pasik Zayin, says, You know what that means? If it's not found that his words are true. We're Pasha touching the words that way. If it's not found, what's not found? That he claimed the Ganov. Not if we don't find the Ganov. If we don't find that his words were true. Because he stole. Kemosha Omar. We don't find it as he said. So then Pasik Zion says, right? I mean, Pasig Ches is a continuation. So Pasig Ches, which continues from Zion, concludes that Yeshalom Shnayim. So that's, ke- that's Kefal, Anatoyim Tanaz Ganev. Uminol on the Bishwa. 
How do we know that when does the Torah say Yishalom Shnaim only if he stole? Because it says, and now we're going back to Pasik Zion, Imloim Atzaganef, the Nikrav Balabais Elho Elohim. We say it that way because it's not God, it's speaking about the Bezin. So, Venikrav means that he approached Bezdin. We mentioned that before. Venikrav can be future tense, that you have to bring him to Bezdin. It actually means here in past tense. But it's not found that his taina was correct. He had already gone to Bezdin. Whenever we speak about him going to Bezdin, it means he took an oath. Venikrav, how do you know that this Pasuk means that he took an oath? Now we're having a Gavaldika challenge. At Khan, we are accepting that Hashem Erchinam, who claims Geneva, is Pater. So if he claims Geneva, he's exempt. Maybe the words Venikra Balabais El Olehim means that even when he tines Geneva, Bezdin will tell him, Geneva, Hashem Erchinam, pay. Maybe Hashem Erchinam is Chayef for Geneva, and that's the whole Pasuk Zion. Answers the Gemara, no. Nemar Shlichos Yad Lamata. Later in the Chumash, we have the Parsha of Hashem Sachar, which is Pasik Tes. And the din of Hashem Sachar is the Torah uses the words Hashem Sachar is Chayv and Aveda. Hashem Sachar is Patir and Oynes. But there, when it says that they bring him to Bezdin, we have the same words. And there, the Pasik says that he has to swear that Loi Shalach Yodai. Because Hashem Sachar, who spotted an Oynes, is only spotted an Oynes if he didn't misappropriate the article. That goes to all the Shemrim. The moment it was Shlichos Yad, the Chai for everything. So since it says in the next partial Lamata by Shemir Sachar, the word Shlichos Yad, and it says by the Shemir Chinam also, part of the Nikra Balabais Elhu Elohim, I'm reading now in Pasik Zayin, Im Loi Shalach Yodoi, Shlichos Yad, Ah, by Shomer Chinam, so we say, Ma'ala Halon L'Shvua, the Shomer Sachar's Nikrav Elhu Elohim is about swearing that it was an Oynes, Afkan Shvua, meaning that if he swears it was Geneva, unless we prove him to be a liar, he's going to be Potter. Now, according to the second Braisa, Vav is Ganav, that's why we need to psukim. But according to the first Braisa, that Tarvayu, both psukim, speak about Toyin Tanas Ganev, Terei Kroi Lomoli, answers the Gemara Omri, they answered, Chad Limu'utei Tainas Avad, ah, great, which is what we started out with the Mishnah, Lekaman Davkuf Ches, that if a Shoymer Chinam doesn't swear that it was Giganvit, he claims that it was lost, and he swears that it was lost. And we find him to be a liar, he only pays back to Kerem. This Toy and Tana's God of Kefo is only Geneva Dafka. Oh, that's why you have to. So now it's good. There's no extra pasik lemute tainas avad. Minolei, how do you know taka by avad? You won't have to pay kefal. Answers the gemara miganev haganev. That in pasik zayin it says imlo yimatze haganev an extra hey, and the pasik could have written imlo yimatze ganev. So that extra hey is lemute only by geneva do you pay kefal. Tain tanas aveda and you lie and you swear. God forbid, but you don't pay kefal. Ulamanda Omar Tarvayu, Betoyin Tanas Ganev, the mute lay, one of the psukim I used to exclude Toyin Tanas Oved. So now the question is, what does he do with the extra hay? Ganev, Ha Ganev, my daughter, Shlei. So Omar Loch, 
So now we're going back to what we learned at the end of last year, to what we learned in the beginning of Perik Meruba. From here is where we learned the din of Rabbi Echanon. If you were a Shemar Chinam and you falsely claimed it was stolen and you swore, and Atkan, we know Lukula Alma, Lukula Alma Pasik Zion, that if you swore falsely, you have to pay Kefal. What happens if before they chopped you lying, you, the Shemer, you make Tficha Emechira? The din is that you also have to pay Abba Hamisha, that Mishal Mishal Mekefal. And if Tabachu Machar, the Shemer, after he swore falsely, Tainas Ganef, later sold that animal or slaughtered it, from the extra hay. Now, was needed to tell you that a shoymer who swears avad doesn't have to pay. And that is used from the hay. So how will he learn the din of To which he answers, Let's read inside the Rashi. It's the second wide line under the Gemara. This is Gavaldik. What's the hekish? He learns that Pasuk Vav and Pasuk Zion are speaking about two different cases. Pasuk Vav is Ganef, a Ganef pays Kefal. Pasuk Zion is about a Shemir Chinam that's Toy and Tanas Ganef, has to pay Kefal. Kiv and the Smichel Dodi, at the end of the day, Vav and Zion are juxtaposed. Hani Kroi, so we learn, Iskash Ganef, Vitoy and Tanas Ganef, Lagabe Hadodi. You have a Hekish to tell you, Dr. Ashi, in the third line, Ma Ganef, Mishalom Tashlom Abar Vachamisha, Im Tavachomachar. The person steals dafke bakar v'tzayin, and on top of that, he sells it or shechts it. He pays not double, but four or five times. Aftoyin tanas ganev. If after he swore falsely, tavachomachar mishalom abavachamisha hekish. Now let's read Rashi Vaited to explain to understand the next piece of the Gemara. Hold on, one can refute this hekish. Why? Do you know why Yaganif has to pay Abba Hamisha? Because there is a Chumrah by Yaganif that you don't find by a Taintana's Ganif, which is Yaganif has to pay Kefal even if he doesn't swear falsely. The only time Yaganif is off the hook if he's Maida. Maida beknas Potter. But Yaganif, Dr. Rashi, Chayif Kefal even without a Shvua. A Shoimer, since Behetero Baliyadai, doesn't pay Kefal if he just lies. He only has to pay Kefal if he swears. In Vaitir Anashi. So you can ask that question. For that, the Gemara is going to give you a rule. Let's just read it to Nashi, then we'll go back to the Gemara. That ain't Meshivan ala Hekish. Which means that even if you have a good question against the Hekish, a Hekish cannot be refuted by a logical Kasha. Back in the Gemara, beginning of the line, where did that? That ain't Meshivan ala Kesha. So therefore, that is from where? Because of the Hekish, we know the Din. Ultimately, in the name of Rabbi Echanan, the din of Rabbi Bar Abba, and Rabbi Echanan, that by a toyin tanas ganav, that tavachu machar mishalim tashlume arba vechamisham. Continues the Gemara. Bishleim elamando amar chad de ganav vechab toyin tanas ganav. According to the Brayse that understands vav is one case, zayin is another case. Also is good. El elamando amar tavayi b'toyin tanas ganav. If vav and zayin are both speaking about the same shomer chinam ganav atzmai minolei. How do we know that a ganav pays kefil? And as the Rishonim explain, don't take this question literally. We spoke out the pasuk, pasuk gimel. Pasuk gimel clearly says a ganav. Pasuk gimel is not about a shomer. The pasuk gimel says that im himotzei himotzei biyade hagneva. Mishoir, Atchamoir, Atzeh, Chaim, 
Shnayim Yishalim. So the Gemara's question is not Minole Yipei Kefal by Geneva. The question is, the Torah gives three examples, Shoir, At Chamoir, At And the Torah noch adds the words Chayim. How do you know that if a Ganev Gandhas a Doimim, he has to pay Kefal? The examples the Torah gives by a Ganev is only by living beings. Now, if Pasig Vav is speaking about a Ganev, and as we just learned in the previous Amid, that Koil Ribuahu, because here in Pasik Zion and Ches, it says, I call Zarpesh al Shoir, Chamoir, Sen, Salma. Oh, that's great. Here we're speaking about a Salma. And we're being marred by everything. But if you're telling me that all of these Psukim are only by Toyin Tanas Ganev, the Ganev that pays Kreifel has nothing to do with these Psukim. He's only connected to the beginning of the Perik. And in Pasik Gimel, there the trader never gives an example of a diamond. How do you know you have to pay for doimim kefal? And says the Gemara Vechitim, and if you're going to answer, if a person that got something in his hands later the shaymer became a ganav, and ultimately he has to pay kefal even for a doimim is a havade. You're going to say that the ganav himself should be isurabaliyade for sure. He should have to pay kefal even by a daimim. Nah, we're going back to our famous dayoi. We don't say that because dayoi love in adin liyos kenadim. If you're if you're going to learn payment of kefal by a ganav on daimim from the toyin tanas ganav, let's not forget a toyin tanas ganav only pays kefal when there's an oath malahalin b'shvua afkan b'shvua, and we know that a ganav has to pay kefal on doimim even if there's no shvua. How do you know it from? Answers the Gemara. Not the That in the yeshiva of Chizkiah they had a b'raiso. And that b'raiso, as we will learn, will explain. Now we're going to go now to Pasig Gimel. Perik Chavbeis Pasig Gimel. And he'll show you how from there you learn doimim. The ton of the Chizkiah. This is the b'raiso that they taught in the yeshiva of Chizkiah. Yoimar Shor Vigeneva. Look in Pasek Gimel, in Himatzei, Timatzei, Biyadei Hagneva. Look what it, it says. Mishoir, At Chamoir, At Chaim. Who needed all that? The Torah should have says, in Himatzei, Biyadei Hagneva. And give one example of Shoir. That would have been enough. Says the Braiso. Ilukach, had the Torah only said Shoir. I mistakenly would have said, Do you know when you have to pay Kefal? When you stole an animal that is worthy to go on the Mizbeach, that's a worse Geneva. You, you took away the opportunity of the rightful owner to bring a carbon. I only would have included So therefore, to make sure that Yechaif Kefal on more than the trader needed to give another example. But the Braisa says, hold on. That doesn't explain why the trader needed to say, Shoir, at Chamoir, At you should have added Seh. No, it's if the Torah only would have mentioned Shoir. What, what would be your mistake? That you would only think Kefal is on something that can go on the Mizbeach. Aside of the Shoir category, which is called Bakar, what other category of animals are Royal Mizbeach? Only Tsoin. Tsoin is Seh. Seh means, it means both sheep and uh, goats. So that's some of Dalit. So Seh would have been included in Shoir. Now Kishuho Emer Seh. When Hashem doesn't only write Shoir, the Torah writes Mishoir. We're skipping the Hamar now. The Torah writes Seh. Hare Sod Amur. The Torah wrote Seh explicitly. So what does Seh come to include? The Seh itself would have been learned from the Shoir. 
So So now we have, it's extra. What does that come to teach you? Let Abba is called over. And again, called over is going to mean, what's the din of Kefal? We had this on that Samach Beis Amit Beis. Kefal is on anything that's metaltalin, the Gufay Mamein. Because if it's taka not metaltalin, the Gufay Mamein, which is Karkois, Avodim, and Shtores, for that there's no Kefal. You got to give it back. But there's no kefal. Still, says the Gemara, Yoimir Shoir Seh, Vigeneva, the trader should have only written, Imhimatse, Timatse, Vyode Hageneva, Mishoir, Atseh, Vahakoil Bechlau. Why did the trader have to write donkey? Answers the Braisa, Iluka, Chata trader not mentioned Chamoir, Hoyisi Yoimir. That's what we keep on learning. We mistakenly would have thought, Mahaprat Mefurosh. The examples, if they only would have been Shoir and Seh, a living animal that has the din of Bukhaira, which taka would have, which taka would have included the donkey. See a beautiful brisa, but it wouldn't have included any other non-kosher animal. No, not karvagalim is beach. Not karvagalim is beach. We learn it from Seth. No, that's the whole, that's the whole unique, it's the, no, it's, Shoid is Karagal Mizbeach. Shoid would have included Seh. The fact that Hashem wrote Seh, Gavaldik Ebrais, even though Seh would have been included, it means that Seh is Dafka not only adding Karev. It's mamish the same thing over here. No, it's, Shoid at Seh, they are both Kaddish Bebuchayra. Which Taka would have included the Chamoid. But why did the Tzayda have to write Chamoid? The fact that the Tzayda writes something that was already included, so ironically Chamoid is not only including Kaddish Bebuchayra. Chamoid is including even something that's not Kaddish Bebuchayra. Mamish like Seh. Afkol, we would have mistakenly, without the word Chamoid, thought, Dabar HaKadosh Bebuchayra. And that, that would have automatically included Chamoid. But the trader didn't allow us to learn Chamoid from the Klau. The trader explicitly wrote Chamoid. Kishu Oymer Chamoid, Harei Chamoid Amur. So again, Mani Mekhaim Geneva, L'Rabbi is called over even something that doesn't have a Kaddish Bebuchayra. So again, asks the Gemara, Yoimer Shoir Chamoir Vigeneva Vakar Bachlau. Why did the Tzayda add the words Chaim? This is a beautiful Braisa. Shleim again. The question we spoke it. Why? How do we know that even for Doimim Yechayv Kefal? So if Pasik Ches is also going to Geneva, there it says Salma. Salma is Doimim, inanimate. But now the whole Kasha is if Zvav Zayin Ches is only trying Tanaz Ganev, by the parsh of Geneva, the Torah says, Shoir, at Chamoir, at Seh, Chaim. Dafka living. So how do you know Doimim? From Chaim. Same logic. Because Shoir, Seh, Shoir, Chamoir, and Seh would have included Chaim. Chaim is already included in those three examples. So every time the Torah is adding a word, it Dafka means to include something beyond that word. Beautiful. Those three are living beings. Ach, afkoil, balachayim. And what would you include? All other animals. Is kishuaymer chayim. One second, chayim was written explicitly. So why do I need all that for? is even that which is not living. Ultimately, what do we marbe? Metaltalin, vegufay mamay. Take, if it's not metaltalin, shtaris, I mean, karka. If it's not metaltalin, halachically avadim, shuhukshule karkois. If it's not something that has gufay mamain, it's taka excluded. But everything else, any metalkalin, anything gufay mamain, by a ganif, 
we learn that out from Hagneva, Mishoir, Atchamoir, Atzechayim. The din is Shnayim Yishalim to be continued.